Platinum's Platinum magical, magical movie explosion. explosion. Welcome, everybody, to the second episode of Platinum's Magical Movie Explosion, the podcast where we talk movies, magic, and, of course, explosions. I mean, I'd somewhat, anyway. I'm your host, Casey the Platinum Toaster, Splats Tosser. Tonight, I'm joined by the host and creator of the No Coast Softball Podcast, fellow member of the Football Picking Legion, Jake Long. Jake, how's it going? Not bad, Casey, and just as a point of fact, the 2019 King of football oh, legion. Yes, that's true. Gauntlet laid. <laughs> that is true, Jake. I should say. I should have said that the uh, winner of no the harm. I shave. I shaved my bulls for this football uh, bull pick'em. So didn't fit on the trophy, but I'll go. take the money anyway, <laughs> and the and the pride. Yeah, right. So before we start talking about um, what we've been watching lately, I have a few questions for you. First off, fire. Why a softball podcast? It's a passion of mine. It, that's a very good question and quick answer. I won't get wordy as I can be. Passion of mine. Really didn't know of anything else like it. Thought it would be a great way to kind of bring everybody together because, like, let's use your college football, for example. You and the guys all talk college football. And then you realize when you, you someone overhears you, hey, I feel that way, or maybe I have something to contribute. Mm-hmm. So it was just trying to really, you know, statewide, I'd talk to people at, like, big tournaments, and we were all feeling the same frustrations or excitement, and I just thought, Let's put something out there because really the goal is just to be like, yeah, you know what? Things are like that here too and they're great or they need to be fixed. So it was just a way to reach everybody really and just kind of let everybody share that passion, which, you know, so far so good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really realize uh, just kind of following your Twitter and your and your Facebook um, account. I'm sorry. So no, no, no. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't realize that there was such a big following here in Nebraska for softball. No, you're t- and to be completely honest with you. When I did the first one, posted it, I'd have been thrilled with 100 downloads. Mm-hmm. It would have blown my mind. I posted it like 1030 at night on a Tuesday. Actually, uh, February 12th, uh, 2020 is actually two years since I posted the first one. I wake up at 6 the next morning in case I have 500 downloads. That's crazy. Yeah, no, and that's that's where I was like, maybe I'm on to something. Mm-hmm. And so I tried it again because it could have been an outlier. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you being a podcaster know that there can be just mere curiosity or – your host will like feature your podcast so it bounces downloads. But when you keep seeing the interest, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, and you know you can't. Fa- I mean, I can't fathom some of these downloads that like Joe Rogan does in, oh, in the yeah. hundreds of thousands and millions, where yeah. it's like five hundred people listen to me talk about slow pitch softball. <laughs> that's weird and awesome. Yeah, but again, it's it's just it's cool. So that's what it was. It was just kind of hey, let's see if people take to it. What do they think? So yeah, cool. Um. So what do you have in store uh, for the podcast upcoming this this season? 2020, I want to get uh, – I'm going to try and diversify a little bit. Got a uh, – been a lot of male-driven. There's a lot of great female talent in the state. Going to talk to them a little oh, more. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. definitely. Um, it's starting to, again, get – I mean, it's like you said, it's wild where 
people in Indiana are like, hey, man, love the show. And you're like, oh, my God, somebody in Indiana is listening. <laughs> like, I figured it was just, the you know, the guy I see on league night. But reach out to some people like that. I want to try and land a, quote, unquote, maybe a more bigger name, you know, high-level player or someone with a manufacturing company, something like that. So sure. really just try and take the next step and problem solve, you know, share good with the bad. I don't mm-hmm. want it to become this, you know, bitch session. Sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. good things happening in the game and things that people and teams deserve recognition, and I want to try and get that out there. So that's kind of the goal for 2020 is just kind of take that next baby step as I'm I'm learning as I go to. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, I know you've been there, so. Yeah. It's, it's wild where, you know, you have your equipment and you got to, you know, make sure you got your batteries and your cables and your mics and yeah. headphones and – it's it's in a backpack now, but I don't know how long the backpack. It might graduate to a suitcase sure. pretty soon. So yeah, uh, I know we used to have. Uh, actually, we have it over here uh, for our mixer. We have just a little roll roll away luggage piece. So right. that's something, and we've got it like insulated, so it nice. kind of doesn't bounce around and stuff. Nice. So um, okay, so I know. So you're a huge baseball fan. Yes. Um. So my big question is: Is it really a big deal that the Astros cheated? Isn't that isn't that isn't that just baseball being baseball? No, you know you know what's funny, and that's a, that's a very good question. The problem I'm having with is selective enforcement. I'm not going to go the Pete Rose route, but cheating is cheating to me. And if and things keep coming out about it, but my whole thing is if they were told to knock it off, and or other teams and players had gone to the league and said they're doing this. And the league did nothing about it. Yeah. You're getting into my territory where there's a big problem that people were reporting it. But for me, the separation is, and I was talking to our, our buddy, Luke, shout out Luke. Um, when you get into devices and signaling, like if, if I'm on second base, Casey, and you're up and I pat my helmet that I see the pitch, I'm talking to my teammate, but banging a trash can in the dugout. Yeah, but isn't that isn't that you're always trying to do that? You're no, always trying yeah, to steal the signs. Cheat, no, first you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what I'm saying. But again, I'm not disagreeing with you. But where it crosses into the gray area to me is if there was formal inquiries into this being done and the league turned a blind eye to uh, it. I got you. That's my okay. big problem. Gotcha, gotcha. Where they're just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Because you start getting into where. There's a guy I know you. Uh, I think you liked the tweet or saw the tweet. I'm sure you saw the tweet. I, I believe you you engaged with it. But where I uh, there's a player filing suit, yeah, because he feels his career was affected, and he's got a leg to stand on. Yeah, because I mean he he wasn't the greatest pitcher in the world, but he's proven that in that instance I can prove it happened in that appearance. <laughs> they shelled me. Yeah. And I was sent down to the minor leagues and never seen or heard from again. So it had career-defining implications, potentially. So those are the wild things coming out of it. And then you're also hearing other players saying, I went to my general manager and said, hey, they're doing this. You need to talk to somebody, whether they didn't move forward with it or not. And, I mean, you start getting into union representation and whatnot. But I'm sorry, as you can tell, I'm passionate about baseball. No, 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 no. Well, that's why I brought it up. Right, right, right. But – no, right now, you're right. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. That's yeah. the way sports are. You're always going to try, you know, a, a, to find an edge. Yeah. But to me, I mean, did it affect the outcome of a game? It helped. But it, it, it to me, it's not when people go the route of 
Pete Rose, where in my opinion, I'll just, I won't go down the rabbit hole yeah. with it, but <laughs> Pete Rose, in my opinion, as a fellow gambler, if you can create a fix, you're going to create a yeah, fix. Yeah, sure, sure. We're always behind gambling at some point. You need to get even or ahead. Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe he did not bet against his team and or do something to help affect that outcome. Sure, sure. To your point, Casey, just because I know if a curveball's coming, I still got to hit the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do, is it advantageous for me to know? Absolutely. But yeah, not the same. So, so, so when people equate like these all, all so, these so, so like this with like the 29 Black Sox. Yes. So this is a, this is this they need no. to get they need to back that up. For, for, it, per, another perfect example. Yeah. Fixing a World Series, gambling on the game and potentially rigging outcomes of game is not banging a trash can tipping a pitch. Yeah. They are not the same. Yeah. Can an argument be made that people deserve lifetime bans for doing so? It's a stretch to get there, but I'll listen. Yeah. They're not the same. It's not apples to apples. Yeah. That's where I step away from the conversation where relax on this ban for life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, back to that pitcher. Um, yeah. So shouldn't like all the pitchers that Barry Bonds hit home runs against, shouldn't they have the same complaint? Potentially. <laughs> but now you, performance enhancing drugs, it's funny you say that. So is caffeine. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line? I mean, but no, you're absolutely right. Like, did those help him affect his fast twitch muscles to hit the ball more effectively? Yes. But I counter with this and knowing people in the game. Think about this for a moment. How many pitchers went on three days rest? Not a lot of guys are doing that without a needle of some sort. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, and, Cle- and Clemens was juicing too. So Clemens, Pettit, yeah, it's not uh, like it's not like any of them. Right, but what I'm saying yeah. is cortisone. You give me a shot of cortisone on my shoulder, I can't feel it. I can go throw today. Yeah, technically, yeah. by definition, that's a performance enhancing drug. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be flippant with no, no, steroids. No. Yeah, but to me, performance enhancing drugs as a whole were a problem in that era. Yeah. However, guys were taking them, being administered. Like another one, real quickly, and we can definitely move on. These tents on the sidelines at football games. Yeah. Bullshit. Go to the locker room. I don't, I don't, you don't know what the hell's going on in that tent. You know what I mean? There could be Dr. Feelgood in a, in a toolbox. Hand jobs. There, I think there's hand jobs going on. But, uh, I can't, uh, no, who's the, wasn't it just in the national championship game? Real quick, there was, I believe it was a receiver jogs to the locker room for like Clemson and he's, you know, he's kind of wincing mm-hmm, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clock five minutes late, like, Real time, five or ten minutes later, he's back running his routes. Yeah, you have to wonder, and I'm not I'm not faulting the kid, but you have to wonder what they did. Yeah, to, I mean, what Mr. Miyagi rubs his hands together and gets <laughs> yeah. Daniel back in the fight? Come on, of course. <laughs> Medical staffs are around in droves for a reason. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. No, I just no, thought I, I don't equate it. I just I just thought I'd give you. I just thought I'd ask you because it's gonna kind of the big thing in baseball right now. Oh, and it so, really is. And it's gonna hang over this next season, I think. Yeah. For a while. Do I think the punishment has fit the crime? No, I don't. They, I, I will finishing up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Should they be stripped of the World Series because of it? I believe so, because there has been proof that they attempted to affect the outcome of the game by signaling. Yeah. So if you stripped them of the World Series, no beef. So what? But you start getting into, like I said, lifetime bans and yeah, year yeah. suspensions. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, fall guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah. 
Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. 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 Jake, how, what have you been watching, good or bad, lately that you would just let everybody like know? Show, just let anybody. Show, movie, yeah, but... whatever. I mean, whatever. Just like whatever. Um, whatever you're watching that you think that's like, hey, somebody else should watch this. This is, this is pretty you know cool what? or yeah, this is garbage. Very, I got a couple if you don't mind. Yeah, R- real absolutely. Quick. I'm a huge HBO show guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to suggest one to everybody. Because there's a lot of obvious ones, like The Wire, yeah. the first season of True Detective, uh, Sopranos, of course, yeah. Game of Thrones, if that's your cup of tea, I get it. Vinyl. Okay. 2016. Yeah. yeah. It's only 10 episodes. Yeah. It, I think it was deemed for more, but for whatever reason, it fell out. Yeah. Martin Scorsese directed the pilot. Yep. It, yep. Mick Jagger was an executive producer. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge 70s New York punk rock scene guy. Yeah. Even though I'm not old enough to have been there, but yeah. I still, it's just always fascinated me, like CBGBs, all that stuff. Sure. So basically, the premise of the show is it's a 70s record executive looking to potentially sell off his record company to a bigger one, what they're doing to find new artists, just his life in chaos and, and what's going on in the music industry and his life and drama with the family. And it's really well done. A lot of great actors in it, like Ray Romano's in it. Uh, Richie Feinster is the main character, and I'm sorry, I don't have. I probably have. I'm not going to dig it through my notes, but it's one of those character actors you know. I think it, it was I, Bobby Cannaval or something, something like, like that. It's, it's I Bobby think. something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. know him from a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's in, like an Italian kind of right, guy, right. and yeah, great actor. I he love was in um, Boardwalk Empire. I yes, think. correct. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, that's probably where he's best known. So, would suggest vinyl as a short, just ten episode banger. Yeah. Nice little binger. Right. Uh, Another one I want to go with, I think it's coming up actually season four or five, Bosch on... Uh, oh, okay. On Amazon Prime? Big fan of Bosch. Oh, nice. I nice. like Bosch. I've, so I I've would, never I would watched it, but I've heard really yeah. good things about it. Yeah. Really really well done. Yeah. And I, I will say this too. If you're watching network TV, you're... I God, they're just not even trying <laughs> nobody anymore. Can't help, so, nobody yeah, can help but, you. No, th- those couple things. So TV-wise, I would go with those. Go with vinyl on HBO. You can get it on the HBO app or if yeah. you have... Uh, HBO on cable, yeah. grab it that way, yeah. and Bosch on uh, Prime Video. Amazon, sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna do one. Um, Please. Uh, and it's kind of, kind of just now starting to catch on. Really, here in the United States, there's um, eight seasons, but each season's only about is only six or seven episodes long, and they're only about twenty five minutes. Um, it's a Canadian show. Uh, it's called Letter Kenny. <laughs> Letter- I, I keep hearing about it. I need yeah. to give it a shot. Letter- it's on Hulu. It's Hulu has the it's exclusive. Hulu. Okay. Yeah, it's Hulu, Hulu okay. has the exclusive rights to it. Um, it. First, it comes out in Canada, and then it comes out on Hulu. And so, um, yeah, it's just about rural life in this small Canadian town. And there's just these certain groups of people. There's the Hicks, who's the main group of people. And then there's the Skids, who are the drug addicts. Nice. And the hockey players. Well, you got to have hockey players. It's Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And there's lots of fighting and lots of beer drinking. And my favorite part of the whole show, though, is so they do a really good job of playing with language. So sure. they. To be fair. To be fair. I know that you and yeah. I, yeah, off, off air, we've, we've played with that one. Um, so what, what they like to do is they, they, like to, they like to do a lot of puns. There's a, lot, a ton of pun work cool. in it. Cool. And then. Um, and then they just like to just play with certain things. There's um there's one cold open where he goes through the alphabet saying words that relate to what this other like it breaks in. This one guy says something and then he says he goes through A B C D E saying right. words that are closely related to that first topic sure. and then he goes through he just goes through the alphabet with these different right. topics. Right. Super cool, super fun. The writing is fantastic. Um 
And it's just a really, really fun show that has these fun characters in it. And right. it's it's super quotable. Right. Um, and it's just crazy. And I, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, if you don't mind one more, I'll go move yeah, this real sure. quick. Yeah. Just as you said, a little for those listening, I'm 41 years old. So something like you're saying, dialogue. Kevin Smith's first three movies, Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy. Yeah. If you're of our age... And like I said, it, it still holds up because it was a time in our lives, you know, like kids have, you know, a little bit later generation has super bad or yeah. whatever their yeah. coming of age high school type movie was. Mall rats and Chasing Amy and Clerks were yeah. mine. So movies wise, I know they're, you know, 20 year old movies, Olders, but yeah. hey, they're still worth it because I know Kevin Smith gets a bum rap nowadays or he's well, he's the, all about his podcast and he Jay just, and Silent Bob's. He and, just he just rebooted Jay and Silent Bob. I know. I he haven't just given did it a shot. I, I haven't watched it either because they just they did it on a they did a small tour right where uh, him and Jay went around and introduced right, right. the movie and then um, they Q&A just limited yeah and they yeah. just had a real limited release and then right. I think they've released it on digital now maybe sounds right. And so you can see it then, and it's it's kind of like a it's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I, think. I did see it on and iTunes. It's got, you're right. You're it's right, got like um, Val Kilmer's in it, and yes, I, I mean, mean it's got it's I got mean, all the it's got it's got all the uh, cameos of yeah, the of the first one I think right. in it. Um, and so and it it sounds like you know this is kind of what he wanted to make after he had that heart attack. Yeah, yeah. So he um, started production. I, a little fun fact: he started production one year to the day he had his heart attack. Yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, I just read something because I follow him on social media, um, and I'm going to bring it back to Letterkenny. So he was supposed to be in an episode of Letterkenny, okay. And um, for whatever reason, his his episode, his his appearance just kind of fell out. Like right. they weren't able to get together, or whatever. So he's supposed to be on an upcoming episode sometime cool. soon. Cool. So um, I just happened to because I think I follow one of the guys. I follow Squirrely Dan on Twitter, and then I follow. Uh, Kevin Smith and they met at like I think Kevin Smith had a Toronto show because he goes sure. around you know yeah, yeah, and he goes yeah. around just like talking which I dig yeah I, it's, I love it's pretty his cool. still grassroots approach to it because he has done good or bad some big big budget Hollywood movies yeah. but I still like the fact that to me he may have nicer shit now but he's still you know he's still Silent Bob yeah right <laughs> he's still yeah. black and white shooting it he's at a convenience lot, store after it's closed he's a lot like, skinnier though right yeah <laughs> Well, that, heart attack and well, that was amazing. They said they said he was marijuana minutes, saved his life too. They yeah, said for, it, for real he, and he, minutes he, away from dying. Yeah, minutes. but that he was so calm that he was stoned. That yeah. apparently that helped him. Which, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't not, know. not my deal. But you know, <laughs> if it keeps you alive, I'll listen. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally down. Right, I'm not. I'm, I'm like not against no. that at all. Like, right, but um, okay. So this week we're doing Jake's favorite movie of easily, all time. Easily, easily, easily the Point Break. Um, 1991 cops and robbers, surfer cops and surfer robbers, uh, movie. Um, but the drink that I'm going to talk about and what we're going to drink is, uh, a tequila sunrise. So a tequila sunrise is just ice in a glass. It's not real complicated. It's not real complicated. Ice in a glass, uh, tequila, orange juice, and then you float the grenadine on top and then it's, it will make its way down. So it'll look like a tequila sunrise. I picked this because... A, I wanted to do a surfer on acid, and uh, Malibu is not my thing, so I did not want to do that. Um, and then I just kind of felt like there's a scene in the movie where Bodie, uh, Patrick Swayze's character, is taking shots of tequila at his house party. So that kind of gave me the idea. A little background on this. I found a really interesting story about Fire. tequila sunrises. So they were supposedly invented in the 30s, okay. at least right away, sure. right? 
But then in 1972, the leading uh, distributor of tequila in uh, California. Okay. This bar and the owner was was the distributor guy. And so the Rolling Stones walk into this bar, 1972, right before they go on their Exile Main Street tour. Yeah, yeah. So one of the bar- bartenders decides he's going to, he's giving Mick Jagger a drink. So he makes him a te- tequila sunrise. Well, Mick Jagger loves it so much, so much right. that they bring it on tour with them. And that's all they drink while they're on tour. Oh, wow. And in Keith Richards' autobiography, he called it the Cocaine and Tequila Sunrise Tour. Because apparently all they did was do cocaine and drink tequila sunrises. Nice. So, we don't have any cocaine. We're just going to drink tequila sunrises. Yeah, we, I would I would have chosen below if we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's kind of a little interesting, fun story. And then... Also, uh, as everybody knows, the Eagles have a song about tequila. This, this drink got super popular in the 70s, like ridiculously popular in right. the 70s. And then the Eagles wrote a song about it and so on and so forth. It's considered kind of a garbage cocktail nowadays because there's then I'm in. not <laughs> there's not really much that goes into it. And right. it's kind of like, yeah, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to pour us a couple of those and then we're going to talk about Point Break. Please. There's mama's milk right there. Full disclosure, if this contained vodka, you would wet the ice for me. <laughs> oh, this looks good. I know it's an audio podcast, but taking the word for it, it looks delicious. Cheers to you. Cheers. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and uh, sample. I don't think I've ever had a tequila sunrise. Trying to think if I've ever, I've never, I know I've never ordered one ever. If I've I, made them before. On one hand, I'll spot you the thumb and two fingers. How many I've probably had? Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. go. See in the emergency room. It's good. Yeah, not too bad. I like it. Yeah. yeah. If you said, "Hey, do you want to have a second one?" I'm not asking for one, but I would gladly accept. <laughs> we probably will have a second one. It's so not. The, it's not my new favorite drink, but yeah. I'm not making a face or like. <laughs> Iggying you like shut the mic off, dude. Yeah. Put the, I gotta pour this out. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too shabby. Shout out to you for the the concoction. You you pour a good drink, my man. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Well, some people are a little light. Some people are a little heavy. You're just right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you. Appreciate Anytime. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into this movie. Um, it stars Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, Tank Girl herself, Lori Petty, and the always phenomenal Gary Busey. Uh, it was directed by Catherine Bigelow. Um, other movies that she's directed, um, she's directed some good movies. Yes. Near Dark, awesome correct, movie. Correct. Uh, the Weight of Water, which is actually a really good movie. I haven't okay. seen it in a long time. Yeah. Um, I remember it came out when I was working at Blockbuster Video and watching Solid. it because it had. Um, it's got that one gal in it. Uh, I remember Elizabeth Hurley. It's got Elizabeth Hurley oh. in it and Sean Penn. Yes. Yeah. Um, Zero Dark Thirty, which was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, Hurt Locker. I never saw Hurt Locker. Not bad. Yeah. Best one. I believe she won. They won Best yeah. Picture, and I believe she also won Best, best Director. Director. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then a uh, personal favorite of mine, Strange Days. I love Strange Days. Is that Ray Fiennes? Yes, and, Ray yeah, Fiennes yeah. and Andrew Bassett. Bad. Not yeah. bad. Not yeah. a bad movie. I like it a lot. Uh, right. Kind of weird sci-fi been a minute but it's not a bad movie um (laughs) also formerly married to james cameron and was married to james cameron at the time of production he is listed as an executive producer if i'm stepping on oh there you go yeah Yeah. cool yeah i don't know i didn't know that i didn't break door yeah no i didn't know that cameron's an executive producer okay there you go so um just a heads up there's gonna be spoilers but for fuck's sake the movie is nearly 30 years old so suck it right if you haven't seen it go watch it but yeah it's not like it's not that predictable anyway right so um 
It came out in 91. Reeves was kind of an emerging star. He was yes, really starting to get yeah. going. And uh, Swayze had just come off Ghost. So he was like Correct. a mega star now. Yeah, he, he had done Roadhouse and Ghost. You're right. Yeah. So and he, Reeves, the next year, I believe Speed was 92. Because I yeah. know it was pre-Speed and obviously pre-Matrix. Mm-hmm. So to me, this was one of his... Well, Bill and Ted was out. This was the, the excellent adventure was, but right. this was this came in Bogus between. Journey, yeah, 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 Bogus Journey had yet to come. Correct, out. correct. And I've got a little something about that later yeah. on. Awesome, can't <laughs> wait. Um, so I'm just gonna we're just gonna shake down the plot a little bit here, yes. uh, and feel free to chime in when I miss something. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, there's, there's not really a lot to it, really. Mm-hmm. It just it's it's cops and robbers. Uh, Keanu plays Johnny Utah. Former special agent, special Johnny agent. Utah. Yeah, there you go. Special agent Johnny Utah, former Ohio State quarterback who blew out his knee in a bowl game, I believe. Correct. I think that's uh, a Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl game. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He, they don't tell us who, what Pac-12 team they are playing. Um, I don't think it's ever mentioned. No. Uh, he's a rookie FBI agent. Uh, no SC. Sorry, they did mention. Oh, SC. did they? Did yeah. they? Oh, okay. You got your knee folded back ninety degrees two years ago against SC. Oh, there you sorry. go. Yep. Yep. No, I, you're right. Yep. I apologize. I'll dork on this. <laughs> More than uh, he gets assigned to the bake robbery department in L.A. Yep. Goes undercover. Lori Petty teaches him to surf. Yes. They fall in love. He gets tight with Bodie. Yes. The gang figures out he's an FBI agent. Undercover. Bodie has Petty kidnapped. Takes Utah skydiving. Then forces him to assist in a bank robbery without a mask. Bank robbery goes bad and Bodie escapes. Utah then meets Bodie for the 50-year storm in Australia. Then he lets him go out to surf the big one and die without getting captured. Utah symbolically quits the FBI by throwing his badge into the ocean. Did yep. that, that cover it? It was way too concise. But <laughs> <laughs> in our goddamn immediate satisfaction society, yes, you yeah. nailed the movie. I, I guess I should say, like, so Bodie, Bodie, was the, uh, Bodie was the leader of the ex-president's bank robbery the game. The ex-president, yes. yes. He was Reagan. Yes. Reagan does the driving. He does, yes. And then um, how many years had they been robbing banks in the summers? It was two. They had robbed tw- – uh, uh, God, I just watched it. It was 27 – I think it was 27 banks in three years. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But so – and I have – I was watching the special features on the disc. Right. I own every version that's yep. been produced, sadly. Nice. I have I just have the DVD. I don't have the Blu-ray, so I just have the DVD. Um I can get which it makes it which makes it look like it actually made it look it was like it looked like and even because I put it in my Xbox, right? So it's supposed right. to up convert to HD, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it still just looks like it was like a VHS yep. tape. Yep. Um But anyway, so the whole reason why they even started the writer got started on point break is because some guy told him or the produce somebody said something about how LA was the bank robbery capital of the world. Right. And so then they're like, hey, let's write a bank robbing movie. So then that's what they did. If I may some fun facts. Yeah, go ahead. Originally script was being shopped in eighty six. Yeah. Dig dig this list of folks that were att- attached to the project at one point or another. Yeah. Matthew Broderick, Johnny Depp, Val Kilmer, Charlie Sheen were all considered for Johnny Utah, I knew I knew Johnny Depp and Charlie Sheen. I did know yep. Depp and Sheen, yep. yes, but uh, Matthew Broderick. That's no an interesting thanks. choice. No, thanks. That would be worse than the the Eric uh, the uh, the the Back to the Future with Eric. Uh, I can't. Oh, Eric Stoltz. Name. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird to watch on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, no. It, it originally was shopped in '86, shelved for four years, and then my man Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Well, Catherine Bigelow. Ridley, Ridley Scott was the original. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Ridley Scott was originally tagged yes. to yes. direct it, and obviously Hollywood falls out. And so. Catherine Bigelow fought really hard yes. for Keanu Reeves. Yes, she did. Yeah. She did. She wanted Keanu Reeves really, and she wanted Lori Petty. 
Like those are the yes. two that she really, yeah, yeah. really wanted exactly. and she fought for exactly. and got, which is good because they're both they're both pretty good. Although there are some scenes with Keanu and you're like, <sighs> yeah. Ooh. It's not. Now I will say this: we all have our vices in life. This one's mine. Sure, sure. It's not going to win an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but, no. But no, you're right. It's it, you know it has its it has its qualities. He's definitely you could definitely he was like definitely like still learning. He's green. I mean, oh, he's green he was, as grass. Yeah. Because he was only I think I looked it up. He was about twenty five. Yeah. Twenty four, twenty five. Mentions when he did his this age at twenty five in the movie, and I'm sure that was pretty pretty close. Yeah. yeah. We can get to Busey. Please. Um, so this happened after – so Gary Busey had a horrible motor motorcycle yes. accident. Yeah, this was post and had like and, and had like a bad TBI. Yes. Like a bad traumatic brain injury. Yes. That, causes, that caused him to go – like I've heard and read some stuff that like that caused him to go crazy. Like he doesn't – he didn't go crazy, but he doesn't have the filter part of his brain right, anymore. Right, right, Because it was knocked out with that Correct. motorcycle accident. Correct. So he, I'm assuming he was pretty crazy on the set. And like, if you listen to the the, if you watch the special features, yeah, with they're like, oh yeah, Busey, Busey just and then like the he way that they, couple, he needed a couple takes, I'm yeah. sure, yeah, right. Um, and then the Utah get me too, like the shirt you're yep. wearing, that was completely improvised. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, that I believe that whole scene was the. Well, I'm sorry, the the dialogue about the. Uh, the meatball sub. Yeah, the meatball sub. <laughs> no, the meatball sub was the real dialogue, yeah. but the end where he. Pops out the window yeah, and shouts, yeah. Utah, get me too. Yes, yeah. that was him, and she apparently loved it, so she left it alone. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you got to. It's Busey. It's Busey. It's, it's Busey be- being Busey. It is. <laughs> this Calvin and Hobbes is funny. Oranges, sir. Take some oranges. You want some oranges? Dollars, sir. No. Dollars, no, fresh no. Fresh we got a lot. We got a lot. Dollars, sir. No, thanks. Good luck. God. <laughs> For a turkey cemetery. Oh, it's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, partner. Two. Thank you. Utah, give me two. Although my favorite Busey uh, role is still Black Sheep. When he's the crazy militant, uh, like how would you like okay. if I start a fire in your mama's <laughs> panties? Come on, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get out of the it's car. So, I would laugh. It's so so Busey. Being read they off just, by Gary Busey's a dream. I think they just like said, "Okay, just go do something." And he's like, "Okay." So then he went and did yep. Busey things. Yep. Um. So I have a question for you. Please. Do you know how to surf? No. Have you ever been skydiving? No. Okay. Do you have you? I remember, okay, so I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. Yes. Right? So it came out in 91, so I'd have been 11 ish, 12, yeah. 11. I would have been 11. I don't know when I saw it first. Sure. Um, probably I, early 90s. I went to the theater only because, in all sincerity, uh, to your point, Swayze was absolutely A list at he the time. He was huge. He was huge. Yeah. And that's, that's something I don't want, and I'm not saying you, but I don't want to be lost in this, was Swayze was. Brad Pitt at the time. Oh, like yeah. that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was absolutely A-list. Busey was B-list. Keanu was the young, if you want to call it, you know, like, uh, oh, hell, you, you know, Ryan, uh, I don't know, some young, hunky 25-year-old. Yeah, you, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I, mean? I can't yeah. think. I, new movies are just beyond me right now. <laughs> uh, but but you get my point. Like, yeah. it, was, it was just like 
gener it was like a generational thing where he was like an older you know role model kind of thing so yeah. it, really that dynamic stuck out to me yeah but, oh yeah yeah totally and then like Lori petty hadn't done tank girl yet so she hasn't or she wasn't really yeah, yeah, or league like, of their own yeah, yeah like so 94. yeah I, f I always forget she's in league of her own she, i always forget that i'm not gonna say fall from grace but at the time she was becoming a list too yeah for real yeah like with this and uh, I know Tank Girl came a little later, but yeah. A League of Their Own, and there's a couple things. She was, yeah, she was Lord starting to get big of a, with, she really with was. A League of Their Own. She really was. Because that was a huge movie. Right. That was a huge movie. Yeah, yeah. Because at the time, I mean, yes, hindsight being 2020, almost 30 years later, we can look back and like, oh, man, you know, you know, Gary Busey and, you know, Keanu, who's, you know, printing his own money now oh, with the yeah. Matrix. Matrix know, and Wix. money yeah. and Wix. But, um, no, at the time... It, you especially you and I you were 11 I was 12 shy of 13 this was our wheelhouse yeah I mean you know my first action movie side note was Die Hard like yeah, Die Hard okay. was the that's first no, that's, boy no that's your first Christmas movie it, it's a I don't care if Bruce Willis himself <laughs> says it's not a fucking Christmas movie I it's just, a Christmas movie and the second one is too the second one definitely is fuck him yeah die harder definitely I, is. I hear he's hard to work with and I can tell why because you can't tell you the truth but no for anyway. real but no die hard was the first action yeah, movie but sure. this one was the one that really this one was the first one I recall where I was like I want to see that again yeah yeah like God, that was good. And the ex-presidents, I mean, it just had a little bit of everything, especially, yeah. like I said, for a coming-of-age boy figuring out action movies. Yeah. This was well, this, perfect. This movie made me, and for, to this day, I've never skydived, right? But this movie has, oh, has, has peaked, like, it was like, hey, you need to go skydiving. And I was like, right. and I'm just like, yes, I need to go skydiving. And it was because of this movie that I watched that, that I wanted to do that ever since I saw it. And when I was, when I very first saw it, I was like, God, skydiving looks so awesome. Right, right, for and sure. then, and then you watch the special features and a lot of the close ups, And mm -hmm. when they're talking, it's just them hung up on a crane above a big right. fan. And you you're know, like, yeah. Funny, oh, funny man. fact about that scene is first off, it's ranked in the t empire magazines, top 10 crazy action sequences of all time where Utah jumps out of the plane to chase Bodie. Yeah. 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 And Mythbusters actually, attempted to do it and they proved you can't actually talk to each other because of the the wind the, the, sure. the it's so loud. velocity yep. yep but it would be possible for utah to jump out when he did and catch up to bodhi in okay. that dive position so they they busted the conversations mm -hmm. but they proved that he could catch him if he jumped out and tried to catch yeah, up to him and grab on yeah. him so yeah nice yeah i didn't know Mythbusters did that yeah that's pretty awesome. That one I found out later. It yeah. was rerun, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I ha actually happened upon it. I'm like, oh my God, they're doing the point break myths. <laughs> so. Hey, that leads me to another question. Yeah. Um, do you think they could do these kinds of robberies? Like, first of all, do you think they could have gotten away with these kinds of robberies back then? In, in the early in, in 91? In 1991. No, in all sincerity, with the regularity that they did, like over the span of like three years, do in, you think people like that crew could do could pull that off in real life? In L.A., no, no, not in L.A. Yeah, just population density alone. But that that's a thing that's not necessarily lost in the movie. It, does it have its campy moments and bad acting flat out? Yes, but you step outside of it, and again, I'm a dork about this movie. That's why I chose it. It's plausible. All of it is. It's a great premise. These guys, like, the FBI is completely clueless except for Gary Busey's character, yeah. Pappas. Yeah. He realizes these guys are literally robbing banks from June to October, 
traveling on the money, financing their endless summer. Yeah. And he finds all this evidence, and the FBI thinks he's fucking nuts. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's perfectly ingenious. You hit and run. Yeah. You hit and move. Yeah. But to keep coming back to L.A. and doing it, that was the part, again, where yeah. it stepped away from – I know movies aren't perfect reality. Sure. But, no, the premise of the the – Actions of, you know, Reagan does the driving. They leave the drop car running at the curb. They don't go to the vault. They don't go to the vault. This guy always separates the die pack. Everybody has their roles. Like a bank robbery movie, it's it's on point. Yeah. So. Is it as good as Heat? No. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, I know. But how how do you fuck with Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore, who is uncredited in this movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the undercover DA guy. And Pacino, come yeah. on! You, no, I mean, know. you were bringing a machine gun to a knife fight, Casey. It's not even. Fair. You know that's a very. He, yeah, that was, an amazing. You know movie. that's the very first movie that Pacino and De Niro ever were in the same scene together. Yes, Isn't that I, crazy. I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they it, only did the one too. Yeah, I think it was the only, where the diner scene or wherever they're yep, sitting. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's yep. the only time they were actually ever in a scene together. Yep, yep. yep. Um, do you think that kind of bank robbery spree could happen today? Yes. In twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because to me nowadays, again, I won't go crazy conspiracy theory like you know yeah. I can. Simplicity is the key to life right now. Everyone's all technology and this, this, and this. Think about it. They're wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Even if guys trade masks or whatever, they're not just running in with ski masks. They're organized. They they have, like you said, they have discipline. Yeah. 90 seconds in and out. Yeah. Whatever you got, don't go for the vault. Drawers only. Separate the die packs. You go here, you go here. Everybody has their role. Everybody executes. So, yes, I think it could happen today. Okay. Absolutely. That'd be interesting. Yeah. If you're listening out there, somebody I, I hate to, I, I hate to say it, but in it became a thing in society where, real quick, the first example was, you remember uh, the program. Yeah. Where the kids yeah. laid down the road. Yeah, yeah, cut yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah. People start doing it. Dude, I saw that in the theater with that scene. Saying. Yeah. No, you're right. I did too. Yeah. Because it was, I think it was 92. Yeah. Great, great movie. Go see the program. Yeah. Um, but my point is, to my knowledge, I'm not going to, you know, we ain't got to throw it in the Google machine or whatever, but yeah. I don't believe there were any copycats where guys are like, yeah, let's do the ex-presidents, which in a way, that's a good thing. Don't worry, I don't want anybody to, you know, commit crimes and put people in harm's way, but- Nowadays, people do it. Yeah. You know, they throw on the Reagan mask yeah. and, you know, think they're fucking Patrick Swayze. Bodhi. Yeah. With a big old, you know, 50 or I'm not 57 Magnum, 57 yeah. Magnum yeah. long barrel. Yeah. You know, nickel plated waving it around in people's face. Come on. But no, that, that's what really surprised me is, again, I was only 12, but that it didn't spurn more copycat attempts, but yeah. it may have. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I never, I didn't, uh, beyond I didn't really the point, it. but yeah. Um, so, why is this, other than like, okay, it's your first action movie, why right. is this your favorite movie of all time? At the time, it's just one of those things. It just strikes a chord with you where, you know, Patrick Swayze was like one of the biggest stars in the world. Keanu Reeves is a young and up-and-coming guy. The premise was cool. The ex-presidents, the masks, the the surfing, the action, the chases, the 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 danger, the skydiving. Yeah. It just it was just one of those things as a twelve year old boy, your mind's blown. Yeah. Like this is the coolest <laughs> shit ever. I mean, there was a Halloween. Me and some buddies were the ex presidents. Yeah. Nice. Mean, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I was awesome. Nixon. I was Nixon. <laughs> but you know, again, it was just it was one of those right time, right place kind of things. Yeah. So 
It just, it just, and then as you get older, and I can't encourage people enough to do this, if there's something in your childhood or adolescent that you go back and watch it again as an adult, because A, you're going to get some of the humor more or the, the dialogue, the, the premise, the plot, it just makes it even better. And I mean, to me, this is what I call a, I think it's Rich Eisen's term, but it's a remote dropper for sure. If it's on TV, I don't care if there's 10 minutes left, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. So, I mean, there's others, but yeah, <laughs> no, that that's what it did. It just, it was right time, right place, you know, just, just wheelhouse for a teenage yeah. boy. Um, have you ever seen Hot Fuzz? Been a minute. Okay. Because they, they, he refers to like, they watch Point Break in Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> and also, uh, and they also like imitate right. it. Yeah. Um, Tony Stark also calls Thor uh, Bodhi a couple times. Oh, I, think, I think it's Bo- I think it is Bodhi. I, again, got it in my ten pages of notes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think he refers to him as Bodhi a couple times. So nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I do have a, I do have uh, another fun fact. Yeah, uh, the last scene was shot during reshoots. Um, so like when uh, the, the fifty year storm. Yeah, right? fifty yeah. year storm that was shot during Bell, reshoots. Bell's Beach, Australia. Yes, yes. that's right. Uh, Reeves was shooting Bogus Journey at the time. Right. So that's why he grew his Getting hair long out long. Hair, long hair, yeah. And Swayze was filming City of Joy, and that's why his hair was cut. Got it. Okay. Um, and so uh, that's why – and you could you – could, and they were talking about how they could explain it away, right? Like Utah was – you know, he didn't want to be with the FBI anymore, so he grew his hair out long. Right, right. And then Bodhi didn't want to be recognized, so he cut his hair short right. and stuff like that. So Actually filmed in Oregon as well. They filmed. Oh, okay. They, yeah, they, they filmed, did. Yeah, it was filmed in the Pacific Northwest, so yeah. Oregon, Washington, whatever. But yeah, Bell's. It's not actually Bell's Beach in Australia. Yeah, it was shot in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Okay. There were some scenes in there that you're like, that doesn't look like a California beach, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, for sure. Oh, that doesn't look like Southern California. Right. Like, there's there's quite a few of them, and I know that um, two actors in the bank robbing crew um, were actual surfers because they wanted to Correct, portray. Yes. The the, yeah. the surfing aspect is being right. real. And, and I think they actually used, like, uh, I want to get it right, Kelly Slater. I think Kelly Slater did some of Oh, Bo- really? Bo- if I'm not mistaken, Kelly Slater or someone of the ilk did Bodie's, you know, surfing scene sure. when they first see him, you know, yeah. Bodie is off of that little speech. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it's Kelly Slater or someone like oh, okay. him that did the, did the stunts. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Fa- favorite scene of mine, in all sincerity, is they're walking down the beach and at first he thinks he's just getting into the culture. Like you said, he's falling in love with Tyler. He's digging her. Bodie's obviously got his attention as this guru. Like, man, you know, this, it's a different perspective on life. They're walking down the beach, going surfing early in the morning. And he looks, and one of the guys, one of the, the very beginning robbery scene in the movie, the guy pulls down his pants and he says, thank you. And marker on his ass. So one of the guys pulls down his pants while they're surfing and it just dawns on them. Oh, fuck. My buddies are the ex-presidents. And it was just that pivotal scene. And again, a great scene in the movie. And in all sincerity, Keanu Reeves very new to the acting game, as yeah. we were talking about. But he sells it so well. Like, yeah. oh, God, my friends are who I'm trying to yeah. Yeah, capture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, down. yeah, yeah. And it just, just their dynamic. I mean, it just, it completely changed just like that right in the middle of the movie. So that yeah. was, that's my favorite scene in the movie. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then. You know, just even the the football scene on the beach. Where... <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you got you got to sell. Like, I I was watching that with Caitlin, and she right. was like, "What are they doing?" I'm like, "Dude, 
Johnny Keanu Reeves is a is an ex quarterback, so right. they have to play football yeah, yeah. to like yeah. to like progress how right. good he was at football. It's and not then, like the meaningless shirtless beach volleyball scene in Top Gun. <laughs> well, so, it's yeah, not you're right. meaningless. It's because we get to see hot dudes right. with their shirts off. But no, uh, John C. McGinley, who yep. uh, some people may know is uh, one of the Bills in Office Space, the consultants. Yep. Uh, well, he's most he's, famous for Scrubs. Scrubs, yep. Office Space. He's. I love the guy to death. He's the F, FBI director, uh, Ben Harp. Yeah. He, a couple of his scenes are absolute gold. Yes. Where he's yeah. just chewing ass. Yeah, he's just, um, yeah, he just upset all the time. I mean, I won't. If you want me to, I can start doing die. I, at one point, fun fact, <laughs> if you asked me to, I could do probably... I could do all of Harp's dialogue, <laughs> prob- probably with accuracy, probably yeah. better than eighty percent of of uh, Swayze's. Yeah, I mean, it just it was just one of those things. It just man, I, I do it. How many I'm times? How many times have you seen this movie? Just just a ballpark guess. If you said if you said <laughs> since we're college football guys, yeah. if I said fifty, I'll take the overs. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not it's not one of those. It's not one of those. I make a point to watch all the time. But again, you're talking about next year, July 12th, release date, point break. <laughs> there you day. go. Point we'll break day. 30 years. Yeah. So yeah, I would say an average of two or three times a year okay. over the 30 years. So yeah. call it 50 to 100 yeah. total. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. And again, it's a remote dropper. I'll stick yeah. with it. Just, you know, because there's, you know, Shawshank Redemption would probably be a common one amongst people where if it's on, people are going to watch it for five or 10 minutes. <sighs> it's so long. But no, no. But you get my point. Yeah, where yeah. People no, 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 will, no. People I will. No, I know. T- you know. I know. Out of the corner of their yeah. eye, will put a put an oh, eye yeah, on yeah, yeah. Shawshank for five sure. or ten minutes. Sure. But sure. you're right. It's a four hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, this this is definitely sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get that. I get that. So you were mentioning uh, when we were kind of texting back and forth. Um, yeah. You know, Mount Rushmore. That's kind yes. of like the yeah, yeah. sports guys. Uh, new thing. Yeah. Right. Like all the sports yeah. talk radio, right, they always right. talk like the Mount Rushmore of whatever. Of whatever. Yeah. So, I'm trying to think of a good. Let's just do your Mount Rushmore of movies. Okay, like your top four, top four favorite movies ever, in no particular order, but they all have a face on the mountain. That's okay. right. Yes, yes. Point Break, obviously. The Departed, okay. Fight Club, okay. Shawshank Redemption, okay. That's I, four. I know. Okay, the, I had trouble. <laughs> I gave I gave Shawshank Jefferson, <laughs> but. There were two or three that I would have uh, split okay. him. What are those, what, what's your honorable mentions? Super bad to me is fucking amazing. <laughs> super bad. If you don't laugh at super bad, we're not really friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like Major League, same kind oh, of Major, Major League. Oh, Major League. Oh, man. That's a I, good I, movie. Ma- if, if you're – but in all seriousness, I, those are my I'm, – I'm proud of those. Major yeah. League may be the best sports movie ever. It's better than Bull Durham. Oh yeah, it's way the fuck better oh, than Bull Durham. Sorry, oh, sorry, yeah. hashtag triggered. Oh no, yeah, when people are no, like Bull Durham or agree. Major League, it's not even close. I, Major League's my favorite. Major League One and Two actually are probably my favorite baseball movies. Right, follow closely. Sports movie, yeah. Slapshot is pretty fucking Slap, good. Slapshot's pretty good. Slapshot. <laughs> Have I mean, you, you seen got Paul Newman playing hockey? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Have you seen Goon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Goon's pretty good. I wish There's hockey I, movies. Goon. I wish they wouldn't have been so campy with it. Like his. Uh, uh, was it uh, Jay Bouchel? Thank you. Yeah, he's too fucking campy in it. You can oh, be. Like, I don't know. I kind of. Oh, like it's that. just. It's, I kind of like I, it. I mean, when you're trying to do the Boston accent, I, I just hate yeah. fake heavy <laughs> well, accents. No, he's Canadian. Like, he's Canadian. But he's trying to do Chowderhead, and it doesn't work. Oh, be ca- no. To your point, be Canadian. Then it's just his hockey. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. Come on, Smatty. You know, hit him with the puck. Yeah. yeah. 
But no, yeah. Ma- major League, super bad, you know. So okay. yeah, but okay. Ch- go ahead and chisel point break the departed Fight Club, Shawshank Redemption. Fight Club for sure is a man, as an American male, <laughs> we all need to see. Roadhouse, same deal. Road, Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse. Road, Roadhouse is a remote dropper for sure. I don't know. There's That's a, a guy there's movie. There's a couple. It is a guy. It's That's totally a guy, guy movie. guy movie. It's a, it's a total guy movie. There is a, uh, a questionable sex scene in it, I think, though, if I in, remember right. What? In Roadhouse. Probably. I think. <laughs> I mean, I realize it's like the late 80s. I'm not so. being funny saying this. Yeah. For the most part, have I seen the theatrical version? Yes, but you mostly got it on TBS. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. It, it escapes me, but I'm not sure, telling sure. you. Well. Another one, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. rape scene in yeah, Saturday yeah, Night yeah, Fever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, people yeah, just, yeah. for some reason, give it a pass. I'm like, no, yeah. they gang rape a chick in a car. Yeah. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not that, a coming of age that's movie. That's a fucking 70s, right. though, for you. But the no, 70s are no, so. But how many movies can you think of that where it's just oh, like, um, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did Harvey Weinstein have involved in this movie? <laughs> right, right. So, cool. Um, all right. Well, that's about that's about all I got. You got anything else on this movie? No, you just talk about? it's it's just one of those things where really give it a chance. It's still I'm not gonna say it holds up. I fun fact again, they redid the movie I believe in 2015. Yes, I never watched it. I've I never been watched offered one hundred dollars to sit through it. Your money's safe. It'll never happen because I'm not a remake guy. And when they get around to one that you're passionate about, and clearly yeah. I am, yeah, you don't. I mean. They they keep doing it. They keep retreading. And we were talking about shows earlier where I like original premises. Stop repackaging old ideas. Give yeah. us new content. Give us new thoughts, ideas, plots. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, so no, it. No, I never. I've heard it's uh, crap. Too. I have no doubt. I have never seen it. I remember when they did it, and I was like, "What?" It was like it's like when they redid Red Dawn, right? It's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, they but, need to leave Red Dawn, but Red, for sure. They redid Red Dawn, but it sat on the shelf for tw- two years because it was garbage. That's right. I and forgot then, about that. And then that. finally, Chris Hemingsworth. Yeah, he's Thor. He got, he got huge right, with right. Marvel, and so right. then they're like, and the guy from that played Peta from uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, he's in it too. Josh Hutchinson. That's right. So then they got, they were both in it, and they got huge. So they're right. like, okay, we better release it now. Right, right. So right, then they did, sure. and it's like, right. Another another awesome Swayze movie, Red Dawn. See it. Dude, he's. He's an American treasure. He's he's so good. The, he's so good. And all there's stuff. I mean, like Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, he does a yeah. great job in it. Yeah, like step outside of you know, set aside your preconceived notions about it. He's fantastic in it. Oh, even, he's even awesome. Like Black Dog, that trucker movie, yeah. trying to get his family yeah. back, or the. Uh, I'll tell you another good show. It only ran for a couple years, and I can't think of the name of it. He was he was God. He was dying of cancer. Yeah, and he did the. It was like the he's the dirty cop on it was on A and E I think oh okay. it was really really yeah, good I'm sorry that one. it's yeah. uh, God I, I feel bad it, like it's not the it's the the cleaner or something like that I feel bad for not knowing it but. you know what now that you say that I kind of remember that a little bit you're right he was dying of pancreatic because he yeah. died of pancreatic cancer yes he, did. he he died like three or four months after they wrapped yeah uh, yeah because he yeah because it's I mean that's a terrible that's like the worst one of the worst ones to get I'm, I'm I'm getting to it but um did you ever see Donny Darko no. Okay, the be- it was called The Beast. Uh, the Beast. Oh, Two- yeah, yeah, yeah. 2009's yeah. Yeah. The Beast, a yep. couple seasons long. Uh, b- basically, he, he's it, it's almost like Training Day. He's the old veteran cop that yeah. skirts the edge of legal and illegal. When, and the, when, and the young rookie yeah. kid yeah. shows up, has his partner, and kind of, yeah. you know, that dynamic. I do remember that because he beast, lived a lot yeah. longer with pancreatic cancer than everybody was expecting. Right. 
Um, but uh, he was in Donnie Darko briefly. Okay. Um, it's pretty. He's got a pretty good character in it. Right. It's pretty good. Donnie Darko's an excellent movie, by the way. If you, it's Jake Gyllenhaal's one of his first. Right. Um, I I think his first actually was when he was a kid as the. Oh God, I can't think of it. And I'm not using no, Google right now. Uh, where they, I can't remember what it is, but they're all kids and they build rockets and I want to say it's like Red October or October Sky. October Sky. I think it's October Sky. Sounds right. Um, anyway, that's like one of Jake Gyllenhaal's first movies. Uh, cause he was in acting since he was a kid, but right. Donnie Darko is awesome. You guys should see it. He Patrick Swayze's in it. Um, okay. Get back to point break. Obviously, I think I know what you're going to rate this movie out right. of five stars. We're going to do five. We do five stars on this show sure. because thumbs up, thumbs down yeah. is yeah, it's it's movies movies are real are way too nuanced right. for that kind of bullshit Netflix. Right. So bring back our stars, please, so we can rate them properly. Right. Um, Jake, what are you rating it? You're gonna be surprised. I'm gonna go four. Okay. I don't believe in perfection. Yeah. I don't believe in complete failure. So yeah. it's not five. There are better movies, but it's four. It's absolutely. If I'm staking reputation on, hey, watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staking my reputation on it. It's a it's a good it's a good action movie. Yeah. It's got great dialogue, dynamics, campy catchphrases. Sure. Sure. I mean, Utah get me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just even like this the social underlying of where Patrick, you know, Patrick's big thing is he's he's almost literally like a cult leader where he's this this Bodhisattva, this Zen character that gets people to buy into his bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. some of his bullshit really, it resonates. Again, as I watch back as an adult where, you know, where he's like, it's always been us against the system. Mm-hmm. We challenge authority. We, you know, why why is there so much to go around and not enough for us? And, you know, like even in the very opening scene where he goes, your money's insured. It's not worth yeah, yeah, dying Yeah, that's for. what he says. Yeah, he says, he says, hey, There's a guy that insured. kind of makes yeah. a flinch, yeah. and he looks right down at the customer. He goes, your money's insured. It's not worth dying for. Yeah. We'll be out of here in 90 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he he still has presence of mind to tell this guy. I'm not, not robbing s- you. We're robbing the institution, right. not the yeah. people. Yeah. So, again, that's – so, four. I'll go four stars. Yeah. I'm going to go four stars as well. Uh, I really like the movie, like I said. And, and it's my this, favorite new movie, not the best movie I've seen. Sure. So, yeah, no, no, no. no. There, there's a difference, yeah, obviously. Yeah, there's, there's totally a difference, and I get that, and I'm totally on board with that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go f- I'm gonna four stars as well. Um, I really, I love this movie. It, I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a pretty big Patrick Spacey fan. I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, it just is a really, really, really fun movie to watch. I mean, it's not going to break any sort of... You know, everybody works in not, it too. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody yeah. does too much. Nobody doesn't yeah. do enough. Like yeah. all the main, like Anthony Kiedis is yeah. in it from the Chili Peppers. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, even in his, you know, he. I think he has a couple lines of dialogue, but it's fine. And it's got the bad guy from Cyborg in it too. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What's his name? Warchild. Warchild. Yes. Lupton Pittman. Warchild. War. That's right. Warchild is in it, and he is the bad guy from Cyborg, which is He's an old beast. Van Damme movie. He is a beast. Which was awesome, yeah. cheesy Van Damme movie. Anyway, I'm going to go four stars. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. If you like action movies, if you like Keanu movies, if you like Patrick Spacey movies, you have to see this. If you haven't already, I'm sure right. you already have. Right. Because it's 30 years old, and if you haven't, then you probably why you're listening to movie podcasts, to be honest with you. And, and la- lastly, there, there's been on Spike TV, they've done I Am Chris Farley, I Am Blah Blah. They've done an I Am Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. Totally worth a watch. Oh, okay, cool. If he, Like I said, yeah. you and I are about the same age, so let's go 
30 to 45 obviously you were in a Swayze wheelhouse at some point yeah give it a watch yeah it's, it's a, a he's just it really captures he was the biggest star in the world at one point yeah. and I think people yeah. sadly forget that yeah. because now everything's all follows and likes and well, you know but no but again totally different era we're talking 25 yeah. 30 years ago yeah. but it, it, it's very well done so go check that out too. definitely recommend that. excellent excellent director um we're gonna wrap it up here uh jake where can people find you and your podcast and everything that you do on the interwebs no coast softball i've shortened it to no coast softball it's just no coast softball podcast nice. on all the uh i'm on apple podcast google podcast stitcher spotify you can just throw it in the Google machine, NoCo Softball. You can find me Facebook, NoCo Softball, Twitter at NoCo Softball. You do a lot of stuff on Facebook. You, yeah, your 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 biggest to... your bigger follow your biggest following is on Facebook. Yeah, so. Twi- Twitter is an underappreciated medium. Oh, I love that. I love Twitter. <laughs> you and I, you and I live on Twitter. Yeah, I know. But no, I'm trying to get people to you know I'm trying to as you mentioned at the beginning of the cast bringing it full circle. I'm trying to build Twitter a little more mm-hmm. because I think there's. You know, it's an untapped resource. And yeah. I, it's my favorite by yeah. far. I'm it's so efficient. It's so efficient. Oh, God. And Facebook's for fucking grandpas and grandmas. You got to be creative or get your point across in a limited amount of characters. I like that. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So anyway, but. Well, go, hey, check Jake's check me out. podcast out. It's excellent. It's so much fun to listen to. I mean, even you give if. Yours too. You're a good follow. And oh, thank I know you. you. I, I know will. you will. Get, will. Get, your, get your shit in on your own show, dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm at Casey Splats, but go listen to Jake's stuff, uh, especially if you like softball. Um, he's 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 gonna have some big guests this this year. Trying, um, and and he brings him and he has all of these guests on that play, and they all know what's going on. So it makes me want to go play softball again. Right, they, they're just but, fun conversations too. Like it's just you know most of it's softball, but it's just two guys talking shit. Like yeah. even something I even want to try new. I might step out a little bit and grab a I got a couple of people I know lined up just to see something different give people a different taste doesn't even have to be I know it's you know no softball podcast yeah. but fuck it I want to talk to an NHL player why something different sure it's the, it's the off season yeah it's the you off know? season yeah it's February it's, a, it's five it's degrees it's out it's February in Nebraska and talking there's, there's only yeah exactly hockey's right up everybody's alley or <laughs> and there's only be. and there's only like one league that plays indoors anyway right. in Omaha right so there you go. So uh, follow me at Casey Splats. Um, continue to listen, and we'll smell you later. Utah, give me two. Yes, we're going to do tequila sunrises. All right. So I got the orange juice over there. So I'll, okay. p- I'll pour them when we get to that point. No worries. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like, pour them. Whatever you want to so do. So that's what I'm going to do. So yeah. I'll get the, like, sounds of it all. Thank you for warning all me I'm drinking tequila. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the surprises. <laughs> Fuck.